Actually, I was doing very good job for Myco and all that. I was the first one to develop forging for Myco because they were getting from Pune and uh, Chennai, Hyderabad. Then when I started supplying, I made about few items, very nicely done, and they were Bosch was very happy, and I had a good rapport with all others because I was ex uh, Myco only. It was going on well. Then we wanted always more jobs. Actually, we had a lot of capacity. Although only one press, we had capacity. Then actually we thought, uh, why not we expand our business? Then what is the item we can develop? Then we discussed among five of us who are partners. Then uh, uh, actually, why not we get into hand tool business? Spanners, cutting plates, you know, all those. Uh, because it is a to import, I mean, uh, indigenize them, many parts, you know. All the items used to come from Japan for nearly two, three years. So that is the old Maruti cars, you know, with uh, that. Still running. Very good, uh, this thing. And, uh, and there are many things to say about FAP also. I had developed a connecting rod for Luna. Luna, you know mm -hmm. the vehicle Luna, it is made in uh, kinetic engineer Pune. I was making connecting rod for that. So it was a very peculiar connecting rod. I was making and going to Pune, deliver. It is my second birth, almost hometown, Pune. I used to go and they saying my friend was also there, whom, with whom we stayed together for about five years. And uh, we used to go and supply and then good and I used to come and all that. Slowly that Luna came down, the marketing. So Vespa connecting rods was, I was not it, I was not given the, I mean, letter of intent or whatever. I did not bother also, you know, going all the way to Pune, collecting the funds and it was too much of a hassle. And the uh, price was also not very attractive. I said, okay, forget about Pune business. There is enough here to do. That is the policy decision I took. So all five of you were deciding to expand the business? Yeah, that is mm. where I come. Mm. Then we decided what to do. Then why not we get into hand tool business? Hand tool business is a very big field. There are so many varieties. It is hundreds of types. Then we said, we have to develop so many items. It takes a lot of money. And how do we market? We don't have that big infrastructure. Neither we have a lot of money or anything. It is better not to venture. We came to that decision. When we were contemplating on that, actually there was an advertisement in the newspaper, KSSIDC. They wanted to promote a hand tool project in the state. So there was politics, whether to be given to Kolar or Tumkur. So at that time there was a minister, one Mr. Lakshmi Narsimaya from Tumkur. My elder brother had a very good relation with because his shop was next to our radio shop. Then he pushed him to get that project to Tumkur. But I was not interested. I did not even apply for that. Then my brother said, actually the date for application was almost over. Then actually I said, he asked me whether I am interested. I don't want that. We are doing well here. It looks good. And uh, But I have to tell you about Maruti job, which I developed. How I happened to develop that. One Mr. Shekhar Vasan, he is the son of General Manager HR. When the Maruti decided to give it to public for developing items, one item was given to Shekharwasan, Sansara Engineering Company. It's a small company at Rupenagrar. It is in that where that uh, circle, you know, that uh, what is that side? There was a small uh, industrial estate. There he had a small unit, and he was doing some for. for I mean items for Chennai, 
Simpson's uh, group and all that. So with that as the background and with uh, general manager HL influence, he got the letter of intent for developing Rakarara for Maruti. Each Maruti Rakarara, there will be six, three cylinder Maruti. So each cylinder will have two Rakararams. That means six Rakararams are required at that time. So he wanted to develop 4G. I kept on all this later. Then he gave it to Chennai, he gave it to Pune, he gave it there and everywhere. At that time, Japanese standard was very, very tough. You are now there, tough only. Very difficult to satisfy Japanese standard. We did not have the neither the infrastructure or the type of machine as the attitude to develop quality products. That was the stage we were in. We were very backwards at that time. We had no concept what is the quality required. Then actually, he was about to give up because he developed at five places. So it was rejected by Japanese for quality. So actually that person, I came to know about that later. And he was, one day he was, he went to Delhi and finally gave up, almost in the verge of giving up that project. He was coming back by flight. By the side, one of my friends, who was my colleague in Bosch, Michael, he was sitting. He knew about me. Afterwards, you can take it into English. And where are you being? I went to Delhi, Maruti, and I am trying to develop an item, Rakaran. And I have tried the forgings, acceptable forging for this one. I have already developed five places. Japanese have not accepted. Then immediately said there is one factory in Pinya. There is one Mr. Subramanya. He is supplying quality forgings to Bosch. My God, that. Why don't you try? He is supplying to Bosch means and he will be a quality person. And immediately next day, the blue Fiat car came to our factory today. Coming from a car, that, that time, 77. Coming by car to our factory, he must be a big man, I thought. I was so happy. Then he came inside and we sat together. He said, uh, Subramana, this is the product. Can you develop? I was, your reference was given by Mr. Srinath and whom I met in the flight. I saw the projects. Yes, I can develop. Do you have a press? Yes, I have a press. But that is a different type of press. That is a different, that is another story. <laughs> <laughs> then he said, can you develop this? I can develop. I I always say, maybe I can, uh, no, I will say yes only. That was my way of working at that time. Then I said, I can develop. Are you sure? Yes, I am sure. Then he said, okay. But I, I don't have money to develop. It cost some 25,000 rupees for die making. At that time, 25 means, today it is 25 lakhs. That is how it is. And then he said, no, Subramanian, I can't give because I have already given to five forging industries. I have lost everything. I don't have funds. I am thinking of closing my factory and stay at home because my father is rich enough and I, I, can, I can do some... He was a highly qualified person. Do some consultancy work and that is why I am thinking I don't have money to give I can't give you any die cost or anything. If you want to develop, you develop. Ah, if you successfully develop, manage to give you. So, I said, you have to give me some money, sir, otherwise I can't develop. Then he was so pleading, Subramanya, try to do something here. You develop this successfully, not 25,000, I will give you 50,000. That is the type of challenge it threw at me. Well, today, Development cost we take for job 5 lakhs, 6 lakhs, 10 lakhs, like that. Then he said, okay, I will tell you one thing. I will make, I will convert one of the old dice to this. You give me 5,000 at least. I will develop. Then if it is accepted to make the bulk quantities, I have to make another 2 or 3 dice. What is your requirement, I asked them. 
Then Maruti was doing very well, and each car requires six of them. Then he said, "Whatever you can produce." That was a good idea, uh, and then I developed it successfully. The moment he saw the quality of the forging compared to what he had developed at five places, it was entirely different, almost as good as Japanese product. He was surprised how I could do that. I said, "I did a good job in such a short time." So he was happy. Then he took it to Delhi, and it it in one go it was accepted by Japanese. Then then he came back. Subramanya, we are happy that you got the jersey. How much you get? What is your cost? How much is the cost? I said at that time, FAP was able to buy the raw material cost plus this much. Nine rupees twenty-five paisa. Even remember. Then he said, "Okay." Then, uh, all right. Then I started the making forging. Per month we ramped up our forging supply to thirty to thirty-five thousand in a year's time. Then his requirement going higher and higher and higher only. By that time, eighty-three, our fit twelve tool. Yeah, I said you know when the hand tool we did thing, and uh, in Tumkur that uh, hand tool project is going to be sponsored by Karnataka State Industrial Corporation. They had advertised in paper. There were eight hundred applicants for entrepreneurs had applied for that. My brother said you also apply. And time was already over. Then with the minister's influence, he. Made my application under the thing. It was given. I was not interested in that because we were thinking of expanding in Pune itself. Because at that time we had money also. We had we had accumulated some one one lakh fifty thousand or something. It was a big money at that time. At that time, our this the only industry was doing well in entire Pune. Ten thousand units were first stage. Out of that, 80 percent were sick. We were doing well. We were consuming lot of power. KCDC, we were regular. So KCDC people will come. Sir, you are doing this much. It is a small factory. You have such a big machine and all that. Why don't you take about 10 acres of land in the second stage, second industrial area, where no lot of big industries are there like uh, Micromatic and then. ISR was twenty thousand rupees per acre. We had money. You could have simply bought ten acres of land. Today it would have become hundred crores. Just like that, I don't have to do anything. I was thinking like that. Then this my brother put my application for this thing and all that. Then the screening went on, interview so many big people, IAS officer, KSFC MD, and KSIDC MD, and every Week or fifteen days, there is a meeting at watch factory in Tumkur. There was watch factory in Tumkur. There was a very good guest house. There they will call the student, interview them, and all that. First screening, second screening, third screening, and all that. The consultant was M M Surya Sodhi, Delhi fellow. He had put up some hand tool manufacture units in Punjab and Rajasthan and all that, Bivadi or something. Then uh, he was the consultant. So in the interview, he saw my background. I was not sure I will get. Nobody was. All the influential people, cash base, money, bribery, everything. So finally, out of eight hundred people, ten entrepreneurs were selected. And I was in the interview. There were people were asking. Surya Nair, there was one Shesha. There somebody was there, South Indian, and he was the consultant. And he must have influence. He is the only person eligible, but all others are useless. You have to give it to him. Then I was also given one. So, and how was your? How did that first? Uh, in your first venture, how did the partnership actually uh, dissolve? Dissolve. You see, actually, when the actually machine itself broke, mm -hmm. within uh, 
few days. The repair, actually, LNT at that time, low heat welding, they call it. That is high class welding, imported electrodes and all that. We will gauge it and uh, fix it right and all that. And I said, what is the cost going to be? Say that 35,000 rupees, they gave the estimate. The new machine cost was 70,000. So this is, and then our partner said, no, no, it's not worth it, let us close it. Let us close. Loan was hardly 2 lakh rupees or something. But we could not mobilize that kind of money. I never wanted to ask my brother or somebody because I, it is very difficult, you know, it is humiliating to go and tell that I failed. I had that kind of this thing. I did not want to fail. Somehow I wanted to succeed. That urge, tenacity, urge was already there in me. And I said, somehow I'll manage and tell you. Then I said, I estimated something I had done in Bharat Forge also, some repair work. I had known for good repair work and all that. Then I said, 8,000 rupees, if I if spent, I can put back this machine in proper order. Then somehow all my partners agreed. Somehow we managed, went to the bank, got some money and repaired it. It worked for about three years. And it worked for three years. Then afterwards we got one more machine. That is we expanded and we got into difficulties. 1981, okay, our banker was SBI. There were a lot of problems with the bank also. Suresh used to go and uh, manage, but I used to develop jobs. I used to develop jobs. Whoever comes, I will try to do something out of that order. Get some die cost and manage and all that. Some of math, if the cost of the die making is 15 to 20,000, I do it at 3,000, 4,000. Some manage. Don't say no to anybody. At that time, there was only one fourth shop in the whole of Bangalore. Nobody else. And the Bemel and all that HMT there, they wanted a lot of forging. So a lot of 10,000 entrepreneurs were in the field now. They used to take jobs. Simply take it. Without knowing how to get it done. Forging, yeah. They will take the job. They don't know what to do. Forging, uh, forging sandalite product, they look at it in paper or something. They come. <laughs> Why did you take this job? It is not possible for me to do it. No, sir, you have to do something. You have to. They beg also. Like that, I have helped many small-scale industries by trying to do, out of the way, trying to do jobs. They have made a lot of money. They but would you not take a um, part of your service money or yeah, something like that? you used to take, but was not sufficient. Finally, eventually we made money, not that we mm -hmm. failed or anything. Mm -hmm. Finally, mm -hmm. we were comfortable. Mm -hmm. We were making money, we had cleared the KSFC loan, and uh, no, KSFC loan, bank, bank loan was there, KSFC loan was cleared, bank had rescheduled our loan, and uh, take the shed at the, uh, the paid KSIDC and got that, uh, there is a way that clear that loan and take that property as a collateral, something like that. All those things by 81 we were doing well. So uh, uh, let me just uh, summarize this. So you would uh, complete the orders that you got and thereby the business expansion also happened and uh, you were in a good position. Mm -hmm. So when all things were going on well, why did that uh, partnership uh, dissolve? Yeah, I will tell you. Partnership, why it dissolved me? Actually, we wanted to do, we expand into a hand tool business. Hand tool business, but we finally ended up thinking that hand tool is a very big project. It is not our cup of tea because it needs a lot of marketing setup and export oriented unit and all that. And technology is also a lot of required. Working capital required is more. This is not sufficient. The place is not sufficient. We have to go and buy the land, expand and all that. Let us not do it now. Uh, then there was a paper advertisement and all that. 800 applicants were there. 
I did not apply also because I was comfortable and we had a car and we had at that time I was the only person who had a car in our family. 1981. So that was a great thing actually. Then my family was also, yeah, he is something. They thought that started giving me respect actually. So during my, your struggling days, uh, you felt that they were uh, not giving... Maybe I could have demanded also. <laughs> There was property. You have done my business. I know that three times uh, my father has given you money selling some property here and there and all that. Oh, give me my, I could have, but I thought it is, I should not ask. There is a strong feeling I should not ask any property thing. I should not get into that. My uh, two sisters helped me. For this one, 5,000 rupees. For that fact, 25,000 rupees, other sister had given me. So, uh, the family knew that uh, you needed money, in spite of the... No, no, I, I, no, no, then I will not tell them. Oh, you hadn't disclosed no. it to your brothers, brothers also? No, no. Mm-hmm. And didn't your brothers ever ask you, like, are you no, facing no, any no, challenges no, in your business? I'm doing well, that's all. They thought I'm doing well, I'm going in a car, mm. I must be doing well, that's all. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but I will not go and ask for that because my brother, I had seen my brother every three years he will go and beg my father, uh, there is no money for business. He was doing that but I thought it is not my cup of tea to ask anybody. Mm-hmm. I was a giver all the time. I would rather help somebody but I will not mm-hmm. take the help. So, uh, then uh, how did uh, this partnership fully close and when did you shift to your second venture? Second venture, what happened? My partner who was running with me, only partner, we had become only two by that time. He was also a um, director in our company there. It was more of a family business. So, there were ten units. Out of that about uh, only one was an outsider. All others were within the group, family group. Then we were running the show and all that. This FAP was doing well, this Pinya factory. Your first venture was yeah, doing well? Yeah, was doing very well. And there a lot of cash was also there. But that factory was in mm-hmm. because KSIDC was not supporting properly. Hell of a lot of problems was there. And uh, my partner here thought it is not worth having there. Then he started giving me problem. It is anyway if you have family concern, you fully take after that, look after that. This I will take over. Then uh, there was an agreement that he will give me the salary of two and a half thousand rupees every month. I will go half day here, half day there up to 12 o'clock work here, then go there in the come uh, night whatever time. That was the understanding. But he stopped giving the salary. For two and a half years he did not give the salary. That's why uh, then uh, I had a difficulty. Then I used to make a general body meetings in Janardana Hotel and ask for investment and all that. All those people will come. It is right. Why not we close it? You know, things like that and all that. Then my thing was closing. First, I have succeeded. Why I should fail here? That was my attitude. Somehow I had to make it a success. Like that I went on venturing, working hard, harder, harder. Mm -hmm. That was uh, how it has succeeded. So, uh, just to give an understanding, in your first venture you started with five partners and two of the, three of them left and then the re- in among the remaining two, uh, the, you had an understanding of uh, doing half day work here and yes. half day and eventually he felt that uh, in the yeah. second venture uh, you were uh, like so there was a fallout in the understanding uh, between yeah. the two of you yeah. and thereby you shifted uh, entirely to the uh, second, venture. second venture in the second venture there were uh, almost uh, 10 40 people 48 shareholders and about 10 directors 
so didn't you think it was a huge uh, um, company huge no, number of people to was, manage there was a problem mm-hmm. in general body meeting they blame me and you are spoiling the company it is losing and you are going enjoying company's car already my car mm. which i had earned in fap i used to load a lot of material take and give it here there and all that but they will not understand nobody will understand the problem others problem where are knows where the shoe pinches that's all that is the end of the day that is what it is then there was a lot of uh, mis uh, uh, misunderstanding in the family uh, some people is very good and it is company is losing they will see the balance sheet then he must be diverting the money i will throw him into the jail like this also they were talking and all that all the setup but i went on doing my job that's all finally at the end of the day i wanted to succeed that's all come what me that is it when you have fallen in the sea somebody is thrown into the sea what is the alternative you have to swim reach the shore otherwise you sink that's all nobody is going to come and take you and all that mm-hmm. awesome so at uh, that point of time when uh, people were um, putting lot of allegations towards you yeah. and uh, it is not that even the environment was supportive mm-hmm. but at that point of time didn't you uh, ever uh, think of giving up or who was your support at that time what was that determination ah, there you come that company is a group of companies there were 10 units case side is pontes we had a forum also see at that time if i were to be alone kssc would have closed my unit kssidc would have closed my unit but we had a forum kssidc had given the technical no responsibility and building and all that they have not done their duty and kssc has given the loan on the basis of guarantee given by kssidc in that way kssc was stuck kssidc was stuck they were kind of uh, meeting lot of meetings high level meetings and all that changing the technical director from government tool room they put me into that and he was asking me the uh, general manager uh, he was our consultant for the group then he was uh, what is forging he will ask he did know nothing about forging so like this lot of things used to happen but somehow went on but kssc did not close because of the kssc commitment government also involved it is a government uh, supported unit like that went on even even now we are fighting with kssc you see they are all fighting but i succeeded i don't fight with them okay. Uh, so uh, just for the benefit of our listeners uh, ksfc was the financial the government financing yeah. company under guarantee of kssid uh, karnataka state industrial corporation okay so the industrial uh, company was uh, the kind of promoter and mm. the, the ksfc was the kind of financer, financer mm. and uh, uh, like uh, all these 10 uh, units were the Uh, functional units who right. were taking care of the technical know-how and the operations. No, no, KSIDC had one uh, consultant from Delhi who was mm-hmm. supposed to give the consultancy. Mm-hmm. He had made a lot of drawings and design, all that for hand tools. He had given, but we never made. But I made all of them instead of what the other three units are supposed to make. I had developed a lot of money. I had spent. How I spent, I don't know. i have my own methods of somehow managing a thing somehow managing to find fund and one advantage i had is because i had some background from fap my first company i used that i took the die cast and all that advance and all that somehow i used to manage and when i started doing well fap i did not do the answer i was making other jobs and managing and ksidc came to know about that then it are why don't to develop this also why don't to develop this also like that we developed lots of items hand tool items then spanner uh, double ended spanner that spanner did spanner water pump play hundreds of them actually i developed 25 to 30 jobs but it has to be in sets also but 
by then the hand to concept itself changed i everybody close they went away and they are still fighting and i am i am only looking at the fighting i am not fighting it mm-hmm. i have my own business i have succeeded and i cleared the loan kcc loan kcdc loan also there is something we are fighting only i am waiting for them to give some concession if they give we will settle it that is a small part of it actually otherwise i am on my own nobody can care i have cleared all the liability so uh, uh, let me just summarize it again uh, in the process uh, what happened was uh, though ksfc had uh, funded this uh, project you had uh, taken the loans uh, other units did not function the other group members did not function and they all uh, almost closed and closed uh, and gone and ksidc have sold the sheds also to some other we have what to offer okay so in Other the process uh, you developed your own uh, concept and yeah. you made then independent unit of your own uh, yeah. uh, venture and then in the, you were able to clear ksfc loans also and so you were the only one who emerged successful That's among it. all the 10 yeah. people yeah mm-hmm. so how do you feel now i have got many awards <laughs> no awards is uh, recognition from others KSFC. but the feel but your feeling how are you rewarding yourself for uh, whatever you accomplished okay i am joy i am drinking that <laughs> <laughs> i agree but uh, i just want to understand that you had a solid determination that come what may i am going to succeed at any yeah. cost in spite of all the challenges see now, because, uh, why i am asking this question is usually people when they face failures when it is uh, third or the fifth or the tenth failure after that they say this is not for me i cannot go on like this but for you it was not like that it was a constant struggle so i just want to understand what was going on in your mind uh, because sometimes i feel very bad and i think why i should i should quit and mm. come back and join i ppm still a partner actually actually he has not given me the money he is supposed to promise mm-hmm. but he is also no more now and mm-hmm. his son is a poor fat man mm-hmm. yeah uh, yeah so there is uh, you see one more thing as i said for any entrepreneur to succeed there is one dharj and the most important is the tenacity and the necessity i had the necessity otherwise i i did not want to bank upon my ancestors properties and all that but i wanted to be on my own succeed the dharj to succeed is there even engineering i i succeeded only because of the dharj to succeed because of the my brother used to taunt me that is there actually so with that i have succeeded it is hard to succeed doing what others cannot and if somebody says you cannot i have to do succeed these are the things it is inbuilt in me right from my childhood maybe Mm-hmm. so that was the driving force that driving. i i need to yeah. succeed i yeah. need to so that yeah. was your uh, inner talk which yeah. was going on within you it was automatically going on mm-hmm. i might not have told you know i must do mm-hmm. all those things are not there necessity is there you know not there i have to support them i have to do i have to go to the factory again come back and go back to the factory i'll go otherwise i i come on why tomorrow late do it on that day i have observed that i strongly believe that uh, what you say in india kal kare to aaj ka jaaj kare to abhi ka you know mm-hmm. but i believe mm-hmm. awesome for me it was tough for me my children were i had to raise the children and um, i would say that she is the big support for me never complained and she is from a poor family she was working also in tender patna and she is a big support she was not having high ideals i want sari i want that nothing she never used to ask me anything she was managing household with 300 400 rupees she was washing cooking and doing everything even sweeping and it is only since 10 15 years she is having work 
I mean helping her. Otherwise she is on her own. Even now she wants to do it. Maybe I am lucky to have a wife like that. Because maybe all my success is because of her. Since she was working before marriage hmm. and uh, after you started I your... Could, I could have put her to job yeah. actually. But my problem was she went to Bombay, took her to Bombay. Bombay she was not fit for working. And I never thought of that. There it was not required. My brothers were there to support. And uh, after you came back to Bangalore, I mean to uh, Bangalore and Tumkur, hmm. didn't you think? Didn't she ever think of uh, resuming no, work no. or she helping you in ex- business? She did not expect. Neither I expected her to work. Put her to work. It has not happened. Why has not happened? You have to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she, I don't know. I don't she know. will be able to tell. <laughs> yeah. Can you can ask her. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so uh, in this process, uh, what do you think were the mistakes you made? And I don't think uh, anything you can call it as a mistake. I have not made any mistake. But uh, I have carried on with proper uh, sincerity. That mm-hmm. the end of the day, you have to be sincere to your work, and passionately you have to do your work. That's all I have done. Ella. Mm-hmm. It has gone. That's all. Finally, it is all is well that ends well. No? That is what I feel mm-hmm. it is. Maybe once in a way, maybe I am a little frustrated when I coming all the way at twelve o'clock in the night and all that. But next day I came to <laughs> without any thinking back. I will not think back. There was no time to think. Only work, work and work. Because you had a successful uh, uh, career as an employee also. Hmm. So during the low phases uh, and in the challenging times of your business, did you ever think of uh, going back and taking up a job again? Never. Why? I will not do that. Mm-hmm. Why? Because what I wanted it? to succeed. That's all. Mm-hmm. Work harder. Mm-hmm. Work hard, work harder, harder. That's all. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, I believe, even in sports, I believe working hard is going to pay at the end of the day. There is no shortcut for work. Mm-hmm. So, what I can say is, uh, you strongly believe that if you give your 100% in whatever you are doing, there is no need to look back. Look back, yeah. Mm. So that was your firm faith and yeah. belief and you just went ahead. Went ahead with that country. Mm-hmm. As you built a team, you had, you say that you were very good uh, in building relationships. Yeah. So how was uh, your relationship with the uh, team members uh, which you yeah. built in your company? Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. I don't think you can cite anybody who have done the way I have done in India or anywhere in in, in in India or at least in Karnataka mm. because so far I have recruited 1,500 or 2,000 employees. Even today the 700, 800 were working. During my working tenure, we never had any labor problem, never had any problem and everybody loved me. And even when I, had, when I was 75 years, and uh, in Tumkur there is one theatre, Gubbi Viradna Theatre. There they made a function. And there were at that time 300 to 400 uh, our employees. There actually all the employees wanted to come and fall at my foot in the stage. And line of them, everybody was wondered what a relationship you have. And I have not fired one employee in my life. Only one employee I have fired, manager. When that too, he was, he was not very serious. He was a machine shop man. And one day he came and told me, with this old machine, I cannot do the quality required. He told me that. Then I said, you can go. See, you are here to do the job. If you can't do the job, you have no place, you can quit. So I, like that, I removed him. 
only one person in my life. That too, he said he cannot do the job. I had given the margin, sir, Agala, it is difficult, I want to, that machine, I want a better, all those things I would have agreed. When he said he cannot do the job, I thought he has no business to be in the factory. Apart from that, I have not fired anybody in my life. So like when you would recruit persons, what were the qualities that you would look in no, for? Actually, that way speaking, we did not have a very solid kind of uh, recruitment process. At that time, take him, that's all. Whoever comes, take him. Recommendation like that. Qualification was not because our company is a not requiring highly skilled one. Hard working is what is required. Mm-hmm. It is a very hard working place. Mm-hmm. Previously it was even worse because it was oil fired furnaces. It was like a foundry. And uh, it is everywhere mud, the thing that all uh, walls are black and things. Even I used to be like a, uh, you know, a person who was put into the, uh, what is that, um, pit or something, you know, what kind of pits. <laughs> I look like that only. Mm-hmm. And uh, my clothes are dirty and I don't bother, that's all. Mm-hmm. And I even worked on the machines for shifts. Mm-hmm. Both here, there I have not done. In uh, first factory, I have even worked as a machine operator. Not just like that, one full shift. Mm-hmm. I used to bring the worker from going there nearby their homes and bringing them on the scooter, leave one, go again, bring another person. Oh. Even that I have done. <laughs> what to do? <laughs> you have to deliver. Mm-hmm. The art to deliver, the, the, the pleasure of delivering was so much, maybe like a childbearing, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, but how would uh, you uh, convince them or coax them to work or anything like that? Mm. Generally, I respect workers also. Mm-hmm. Workers, I respect and love them. More than that, love them, that's all. I used to love and give them and teach them what is because all my uh, workers are unskilled, uneducated, but I have to teach them how to measure, how to closely measure what is the vernier, what is the microvitizer, what is the micron, what is millimeter, what is uh, meter. I give them example like 100 rupees. 100 rupees is 100 millimeter. So this is what. So like that I have taught them, workers, patients, patiently I have taught them, they have become masters actually, some of them have become masters, they have learnt, I used to have a one year micrometer, all that in my briefcase for 30 years I carried with me. Now I don't have, even there there are something, (laughs) forgings Mm -hmm. and uh, vernier samples and uh, that used to be almost 15 to 20 kgs, bigger one I had. Awesome. So you had a training system brought into place after yeah. a period of time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The training was shop floor training only. Mm-hmm. I never had a systematic training or anything in FAP. But mm-hmm. in FIT12 we had. Mm-hmm. We had consultants, trained them. We used to call uh, ISO 9000 certification, all those things. Now a lot of things they are doing, only that now. More than that, <laughs> now system and procedure is uh, more. <laughs> so that means to say uh, you feel that these systems which you are uh, installed, that is more of a hindrance rather than uh, no, beneficial? No. See, actually when the company grows, whatever they are doing is required. They are doing. Hmm. And I am fine with that. Hmm-hmm. My way of working, my days, my uh, concept, my capacity, my infrastructure was entirely different. There was no computer, there was no telephone, there was no mobile, mobile phones, nothing. Mm-hmm. Now things are different. See, there is one saying in English actually, I had one Tennyson or something essay, fit for what? What you never had, you never lose. Now, if you don't have a telephone, you are lost. At that time, there was no telephone, no mobile phone, we never felt the necessity. We were managing like that. Pages came, then mobile came, 
See, when I went to U.S., actually, one of my friends from Bharat Ford, he had one big setup in Detroit, Lansing, capital of Detroit. I visited him and all that. He took me home also. I stayed there for two, three days. And uh, on the way, that time mm. there was no telephones here, mobile phones were not there. There, when he was uh, taking me from his house to the factory, he had a telephone there, in the car. <laughs> the car he had, telephone, he was bending, he was talking and uh, bringing one uh, guest from Tumkur and India and made that arrangement. He was telling, I was wondering what is this, that road, that beautiful road, and when are we going to succeed, become like this. Now we have become like that within 20 years. That's all. So you feel now uh, the present uh, um, infrastructure is at par to what you had seen? Or at least we can now think of uh, competing they with them? They cannot do what we can do. <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> this kind of infrastructure we have, we can deliver wonderful things. But they cannot do. They simply fail if they come here with this infrastructure, they cannot succeed. We can succeed there, but they cannot succeed here. Wow. Mm -hmm. Even driving, for mm -hmm. example. Example is driving. So if you have dri driven in India and it uh, uh, thick uh, traffic and all that, you can drive anywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. But they cannot come and drive here. They will get mad. <laughs> <laughs> So now uh, I just wanted to understand, uh, would, did you have any kind of uh, female employees in your organization? Not many, no. only in the office. Mm -hmm. Only for office work? Because mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're the type of work is such, it is not conducive for ladies. Mm -hmm. They're hard working and hard and it is furnaces and all that. Uh, we thought it is not uh, fit for uh, uh, female employees. Only in the office I used to have about two, three employees, maybe that. Now, in machine shop, they are employing ladies. Mm -hmm. Machine shop, it is clean and tidy. They are good at that, actually. Okay. Now it's okay. At that time, it is impossible for ladies. Mm -hmm. That is how we thought. Maybe they would have done it also. Mm -hmm. Because unless you give them the uh, test them, we don't know. But we assume that they are not fit for this kind of work. Maybe we are uh, male feminists. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think are the qualities, uh, some three qualities uh, which you should which you can highlight so that uh, if they implement that, they will have a good working harmony in the team? Present day, it may be slightly different. But basically, principles remain same. You have to love your employees. Give them a little more than others. That's the end of it. Then you have good relations and love them. Mm -hmm. Don't discriminate them. Love them for their work. Appreciate them for the work, and give them uh, slightly higher salary than the next door fellow. That is the my technique. But with all that, not that I did not have problems. Labor problems I had. One seventy-nine or something. Our people, about eighty or ninety people, they became a little. Avaricious. Then they wanted more salary. At that time, there was a problem of lockdowns in many of the micro and this thing and all that. Then we thought this is the time to tackle this issue. There were two or three, you know, bad elements are always there. They will keep instigating the others and all that. Then uh, they said, "Sir, you salary be good, na jasti be good, be good, be they were, they were demanding. Then we thought this is going to become a tough, they may form the union and all that. Strike. And then I said, no, I said, no, no, you cannot do that. And uh, I am going to throw you all out. I was a little angry only at that point. In spite of my being so good to them, they are creating problem like this. Not for the thing, at the instance of somebody else has come and they are instigated. Then I said, Yen Martiro Marcondri. I fight them. Then, sir, you will bunny now, Nimun Norkonti. 
that means you understand mm-hmm. you come we will take we will see what we can do i said really barabekri heli this i have to tell you in kannada only i don't know how to translate effectively in english yelli barabekri circle banni sir yesterday yesterday prate nadi barti en matte nod myself and one supervisor went at 10 o'clock there seeing as they ran away <laughs> <laughs> this is so important uh, this thing you have to understand but you cannot scare anybody so that guts should be there to run the industry you cannot be uh, threatened, threatened and all that you have no business to get threatened so we said we went there at 10 o'clock they thought we will not come tomorrow they will go to the factory and they give the increased salary and we will manage that that is how they were thinking next day they came sir we are sorry sir i know what you are nivenu anta gottai sir they came they saw us and myself and supervisor yenre antandi illa sir hokti na hote that is the way i managed the labor this thing Mm-hmm. that is why in, in spite of all that i loved them so much even today uh, not removed in my tenure and there is a lot of people now 900000 and all that now it is time to reduce the staff because of covid and all that maybe things are different now at that time i have not removed anybody if they have gone i replaced them that's all mm-hmm. in the last 30 or 40 years of my tenure i have not removed any worker that is why they are very very happy they say whether it is in pinya or in tumkur our factory if we get a job in fitwar they think they are safe and they say it's going wrong and if they get anybody boy gets a job in fitwar in tumkur girls are lined up for it <laughs> <laughs> that is the Uh, trend <laughs> trend they speak about that mm-hmm. one more thing is actually you know there is a, for job generally you know every company takes money there are offers coming 50000 rupees like that for a fitwell job none of our employees or our personal department people have done that neither i have done that in fact i have given them not taken any Mm-hmm. So that is the love I have shown to the employees. That mm-hmm. means they are happy, happy to the grateful to me. Mm-hmm. Great. So now, uh, what is the best advice which you have received in your journey? Huh. Actually, in FAP, Fitwell Tools and Forgings, Shumaga, you know, Shumaga, Nimugota Shumaga. There is one Bharat founder. that is in fact my like fitwell in tumkur bharat founder in shimoga is developed by one narayan chatri he is a great entrepreneur like me he has built up where industrialization in shimoga has happened because of him he was my director also chairman so he used to come to tumkur once in a way whenever there is a meeting he used to call him also and he was a wonderful talker like maybe not much better than me and he was a motivator so we had a forum whenever he comes we flock uh, at this thing sir heli sir ingagide angate kesakshinarenu kodta illa avaru god martive ante helidare kcid they are not giving the raw material give a pep talk motivational talk he is narayan shastri he is well known in shimoga and all over the world is alive still no he passed about uh, 10 years back he is much mm-hmm. older than me actually if you were to be alive you would have 90 years mm-hmm. so what was the advice you received from mr narayan shastri motivational support and no any no. particular advice of his which you implemented it in your uh, life and you remember even, it even his motivational talk sometimes i do for other entrepreneurs whenever they come across a problem they come i motivate them don't give up hard work tenacity and you have to work 
things are going to improve don't we don't give up work hard that is a, his uh, advice so follow that i also give give the same advice to everyone <laughs> great uh, so now uh, any but ultimately it is mm. for entrepreneurs now are about 40 years back what is required in india is different from what is required in other parts of the world in india it is very very difficult if india is successful entrepreneurs maybe like me maybe there are many others who are much 100 times better than me they are superhuman beings in america they can simply succeed you have a product you have investment and do it you have you have technology success is guaranteed in us but in india you have to be a superhuman being because things are very difficult in india even today it may be that but slightly better in the fpa i have to tell you one instance actually change of rules and regulations are too many in india it may be there everywhere but in india it is very difficult to comply with once actually excess duty was introduced excess inspector came and we were taking only forging we were not machining then he came and inspector went round the factory and all that somebody was grinding the flash when you trim it there is some burr to remove that burr if you grind it becomes bright he was telling that you are machining yes sir we are not machining we don't have any machine see see this piece there is a bright portion here sir it is only flash remover so that it will not hurt the fingers who handle that that's all no no it is machining it is bright and i am going to fine and uh, how much uh, you are doing how many pieces you are doing and uh, uh, i have to give a penalty penalty is going to be about 5 lakhs at that time our turnover was 10000 rupees per month sure. and it's a wonderful sir you please uh, uh, put that penalty i am going to close the factory from tomorrow i said blank i am closing it thank you for that thank you i am so much fed up of this running this factory employing about 70 80 people giving them salary every month with great difficulty charge pilot rupees i cannot pay i have no no other way to close and i will be relieved of the torture please do incentive <laughs> then he said went away then next after 3 days actually uh, there was a rule change of the rule that for mascal industry excess duty is not to be registered so that rule itself was removed so like that there are something that happened also uh, so three qualities which you admire about yourself I am a simple down to earth person. I don't have uh, too much of pride, and uh, I have tenacity to do things. And uh, I am a daredevil man. Wow! <laughs> so, do you think you have a sense? Yeah. Why I tell you I am a daredevil man? At the age of seventy-seven, with all my health problems, I am diabetic. I am prostate cancer treatment going on since ten years. Yet I did the scuba diving. Wow! <laughs> Maldives. Wow! <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody is amazed. <laughs> My God! <laughs> awesome. You are. Uh, you have the spirit of a sportsman. So yeah. you are a very sporting person. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, do you think that uh, having a strength of humor is a strength for all entrepreneurs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. that is very important mm-hmm. i am a humorous man i i like jokes i cut out the jokes on myself and uh, i take it jokes at myself very sportively many people cajole me and cut jokes on me i enjoy that mm-hmm. that is the quality i have right from my younger days mm-hmm. so that means you are able to laugh at your own self yes awesome so if at all you have to i am a laughable person <laughs> okay so if you have you know, to rate your sense of humor on a scale of 0 to 10 uh, sorry from 1 to 10 how much do you think you would uh, rate yourself 10 being the highest and 1 being the lowest 
when uh, your son joined because your son also joined the same business mm. so uh, there would have been a different kind of uh, approach, a- approach. Mm. so then didn't you uh, people have a clash of uh, opinions or views see the clash of opinions did not have much because because my activity is different his activity became different he is a financier administrative thing my is purely technical guidance and all that and i will concentrate on that more or less only since 2 3 years i was a regular visitor i know what is happening all the time technical thing i am the boss nobody can question me neither he can question me even today technically he cannot question me and he can i can give my advice but i left it to them to manage they are managing well Mm-hmm. because there is a tremendous improvement in the infrastructure which i never had mm-hmm. that's it now okay. there is sansara engineering also 70% they are also guiding and there is not much to uh, workforce computer design software and everything it goes on automatically they are doing better than what i expected awesome yeah. <laughs> we are done with this okay. thank you so much thank you